Hare Krishna everyone. Good evening and uh, I am Rasagna Das. I welcome all of you to a brand new session on the Secrets of Success show. Yesterday, we had a wonderful discussion on how to be focused. We discussed uh, a lot of principles. We understood uh, the different types of distractions, the good distractions, the bad distractions. And uh, we also discussed on some solutions on how to be focused. We discussed the five principles of being focused. And if you missed yesterday's session, I strong, strongly suggest that you go back and listen to the recorded sessions. And in fact, all the previous sessions are available on the Secrets of Success show. So this is really going to help uh, all of you because all this knowledge is going to connect a lot of dots in your life. There are a lot of unanswered questions in life and by listening to these talks, I'm sure you're going to have lots of fun and understand some basic and fundamental aspects of life. So I really strongly suggest that you go back and listen to all these wonderful talks that we have already spoken in the last few days because this is something very, very important and it's going to truly help you and going to make you happy truly. And that's the ultimate intention of this uh, particular program, The Secrets of Success Show. So today we are here to discuss another yet important uh, topic and discussion. Okay, so let me begin. Knowledge is power. Just like there is money power, there is knowledge power. We all can earn money, but we can also lose money and people can come and steal money from us. But knowledge once gained remains with us. No one can steal knowledge from us. In fact, knowledge can enable us to earn money back that which we have lost. Although that is not our intention today, but uh, we are definitely going to understand the real aspect of knowledge. See, we all are experts in uh, certain fields of knowledge, certain branches of knowledge. And I'm sure that you have been, uh, you know, exposed to a certain field since long time. And, but we become experts, uh, not just by theoretical knowledge. We become experts by actually practicing what we have learned. So it is important to have practical knowledge. For example, you know, you have a PhD, you have a PhD in swimming, but that doesn't mean that you actually can swim in the water unless you actually dive in the water and learn how to swim. Having a degree on swimming really will not help you. So similarly, every aspect or every branch of knowledge, you may learn something, but then unless you really practice, you will never get the realization of that knowledge. So it is important that we acquire knowledge and practice that knowledge. And uh, spirituality, in fact, stresses a lot on practicing the knowledge that we have gained. That's why in, uh, it is very nicely said, Tat Swayam Yoga Samsiddhim, which means you should practice the knowledge that you have gained. It is extremely important. So today's discussion 
is going to be a very intellectual session for all of you and uh, since we are going to discuss some deep concepts related to uh, science and philosophy and we are going to reveal some very interesting uh, concepts and secrets which will really transform your life so it is going to be very very nice and very very wonderful so uh, please be focused just yesterday we discussed about how to be uh, focused in life and especially for the next one hour or so i need all your attention so that you know you we can all be benefited from this wonderful session so i welcome once again all of you and uh, let's begin so in this session let us understand why human beings uh, opposed to other species compared to any other species we have a very instinctive thirst for knowledge human beings have a very instinctive thirst for knowledge by the way why are we trying to achieve or uh, you know by gaining knowledge what what is the ultimate gain that we are going to get so we will understand that and what are the different modes of acquiring knowledge uh that is also one discussion today and what is the best way of acquiring knowledge there are different types there are different ways and modes of acquiring knowledge we will really dive deeper into this topic today and we will also understand what is the best way of acquiring knowledge and uh why is knowledge perfect although there is so many variety of knowledge available in the world we are trying to actually gain perfect knowledge so when we gain the perfect knowledge we will also try to understand how can we practically use that in our life so that is the discussion today and uh, ajit kashyap is here thank you so much for being here so let's begin again so let's start so now having established that humans really have that instinctive uh, uh, quest for acquiring knowledge and they want to know more and more and more that is how there is uh, r&d department most uh, companies have r&d because they want to know more and more there is no end to actually gaining knowledge so we all want to acquire more and more knowledge but the question is how do we acquire knowledge now the question to all my audience all the listeners i have all of you here my question to all of you is how do we acquire knowledge according to you you can type Sudhir, you are here. Please tell me, how do we acquire knowledge? I think, according, uh, according to me, I think it's a, it's by observation. By observation. Some, Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, Sudhir says that we acquire knowledge by observation, and that is uh, one of the discussion today, and uh, we will discuss. uh this particular aspect was sudhir has mentioned we acquire knowledge by observation observation ajit you are liking the session you let me know now ajit that how do we acquire? do you have any answers all my audience i am throwing a question to all of you how do we acquire knowledge sudhir said it is by observation do you have any other answers so chetna shri says that yes by reading books and through people yes exactly so we read books and we gain lot of knowledge although when we are reading books sometimes we are very selective about what to read and what not to read 
so and even when we are meeting people and we are trying to gain knowledge from them even then we are very selective some things we like and some things we don't like even today session when i am speaking i am sure some of you will be may like something and probably something you may not like and that which you like you may actually select and keep it for yourself and something which you don't like you may actually ignore and chetna shri is saying yes internet internet is a another medium where we gain knowledge by the way chetna are you really right in saying that because internet we get lot of information now today session is not about gaining information yes internet gives us lot of information but there is a difference between information and knowledge knowledge is something which can make you truly happy information yes in fact in today's world there is information overload every day when we open our mobile there is so many uh, messages and we are overloaded with uh, information so in fact that drives us crazy is it not all of you so did what do you say about it is it not we are loaded with information yeah because so there is no dearth of information and internet gives us all that okay come on fantastic so to this said observation books and people what are the other ways that we acquire knowledge come on audience all of you are listening anurag kanwar saying knowledge can be acquired by interacting with knowledgeable person going through facts reading articles and uh, knowing our own history okay so that is another very interesting uh, view point acquiring knowledge through uh, interacting with knowledgeable people absolutely if you are uh, to gain knowledge you have to interact and associate with people who are knowledgeable just like a drunkard a drunkard will always go and associate with other drunkards because that is uh, where he likes and wants to enjoy if you want to you know they say that jaisa sang waisa rang if you want to associate with uh, if you want to be a drunkard you go associate with the drunkard if you want to be a physicist then you will go and associate with other physicists so similarly if you want to be an entrepreneur then you will go and associate with other entrepreneurs so here we are actually trying to gain knowledge so it is important that we associate with people who acquire knowledge fantastic so these are some uh, things that you have given very uh, nicely the answers and uh, broadly speaking when we talk about acquiring knowledge either through people by observation by books and through internet all these different aspects can fall into three categories and what are those categories three categories one is called pratyaksha pramana don't uh, be overwhelmed by the sanskrit terminologies if you are not getting you can note it down it will be helpful so first is pratyaksha pramana which means direct experience pratyaksha pramana means direct experience and second is anumana pramana anumana pramana means hypothesizing or theorizing based on observation like sudhir said we observe right so when you observe something and based on that observation you create theories you make theories that is called anumana pramana and the third mode of acquiring knowledge is shabda pramana so shabda pramana is hearing from authority just like uh, uh, anurag kanwar mentioned about associating people from people 
and chetna shri said by hearing from people who are knowledgeable so that is called shabd pramana and now i want to go really deeper into this three particular uh, topics that we are discussing yes you can ask Yeah, yeah, I just wants to ask questions. What do you think? What uh, what what is the real meaning? What is the ultimate meaning of uh, like knowledge according to you? Like, what is the actual meaning of like knowledge? How, how do you define? How do you define according to yourself? According to your see, own experience, what do you think? See, knowledge is something which can free you from the miseries of life. The true knowledge is something which can make you truly free. from all the miseries of life and which can make you truly happy you are unaffected by any pains or pleasure of the material existence so the true knowledge is that knowledge which can actually liberate you and that is the ultimate okay. aim of knowledge if you can really okay. gain knowledge that can liberate you from this material sufferings that is true knowledge and that is uh, what we are going to discuss as we are proceeding with this discussion yeah Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about like? Do you think that information is knowledge or something else uh, you would like to define? No, like, no, no, no. Absolutely no. Actually, information is not knowledge. Information is there. So many information we keep getting, but uh, informative okay. data, the data that we receive, is not enough. So let us understand scientifically. That's why I said this discussion needs uh, your full attention, and it is a scientific topic. I'm not simply talking something uh, theoretical here. We are going to discuss this topic in a very scientific way. So let us understand yeah. this very first aspect of knowledge, acquiring knowledge. That is pratyaksha pramana. Pratyaksha aksha in Sanskrit means uh, senses. Pratyaksha means yeah. through the senses. So the knowledge that we acquire through our senses. How many senses do we have? All of you. Five. How many senses five. do we have? Yes, we have five senses. so those five senses are eyes ears nose tongue and touch this is how we acquire knowledge and no, just, this I'm, is all question i have one questions like uh, if you know about the helen killer he she was blind and she was deaf so uh, she she know five languages uh, i would like to mention that she know good, five good. yeah she know five languages she don't have she she was deaf and she was blind so uh what can you say like uh, how much difficulties that she has to face that she had to face in that time to like she learned five, like we we are learning one language like english language and we face yes, so many yes. difficulties like but if i am talking about helen killer she managed to learn five languages but uh, yes. she, she don't have yes. uh, she don't she was totally blind she was totally right. 100% blind and she was deaf from here from her childhood so yes. uh, what do you think like she don't have two senses See, are just learning. See, no problem. See, knowledge can be acquired even by just one sense. Even yeah. if you can just hear, if your ears are proper, you can still acquire knowledge. Even if you just have the feeling of touch, that is enough to acquire knowledge. But you may not have complete knowledge. That is what the discussion today. So now, when we are talking about acquiring knowledge through the senses, let us take an example, all of you. Let us take an example. Imagine now that. you uh, are going to your office and you step outside your home and you are going to the office and you are driving the car and at one particular traffic signal you hear someone calling out mango 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 you hear this sound through your yeah. ears mango 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 when you hear this sound you immediately get to know Oh this is a mango season we are already entering the mango season 
so it gives you the moment you hear mango mango it is giving you the knowledge that we are entered we are entering the mango season then what happens is moment you hear you look for the vendor who is calling out then you actually see through your eyes the real mango the yeah. vendor is having so you hear about the mango you heard and then you saw the mango so your senses acquired that knowledge through ears and eyes and yeah. then when you go back home after the office in the evening the moment you enter home you get the smell of the mango although you have not seen the mango at home your wife and or mother has already bought the mango at home just by the smell you know the mango is at home so the smell also gives you the knowledge that yes mango is there at home i can eat it today and then you go refresh yourself and then you actually take the mango in your hand and then you get the experience of feeling the texture of the mango so wonderful it is i am already my mouth is watering now so you get the feeling of the texture of the mango so your skin is giving you the experience of touching the mango so that is how we are acquiring the knowledge of the mango and then finally you cut the mango and then you eat the mango and when the mango comes on to your tongue you get the beautiful nice tasty sweet experience of that mango so you know you acquire a complete knowledge of that mango through these five senses so you have an experience now you have a complete experience of tasting a mango and you know little bit about mango so you have a knowledge about mango through these five senses and this is just an example everything that we actually hear listen and see you acquire knowledge through these five senses so ajit kashyap is saying you can't acquire knowledge until and unless you won't be passionate for that yes we are definitely going to come uh, to that point as well about being passionate but i'm saying in general the general knowledge when we try to gain some general knowledge about objects and the surrounding around us that knowledge is actually derived through our senses in fact when uh, you are very passionate about learning something even that knowledge with passion you have to learn through our five senses you cannot learn without these five senses any knowledge even if you are very 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 passionate about learning something you will have to acquire at least in the present condition through these five senses so these five senses are definitely required to i just want acquire to, knowledge i just wants to say something is that there are billions of peoples like uh, more than billions of peoples lived on uh, on these nations they have most of the peoples they have all five senses but they still do not manage to learn lots of things uh, no lots yes, of things yes. they don't yes. have any like like if you are talking about the, most of the people do not know what is the constitu- constitution of this nation do, most of the yes, people do yes. not know like what is the meaning of one day matram there are uh, there are simple things that people most of the people yes, do not know yes. have five senses but why they don't have knowledge or information good very good question very nice question eco so now let us understand i want to discuss another very important aspect with all of you okay so as human beings all of us every living being all of us have four defects by birth all of us have four defects by birth yeah and let me explain to you what are those four defects according to the scriptures they say that we have four defects and what are those four defects first thing is we have 
imperfect senses all of us we have imperfect senses and that is called karna patava in sanskrit anyway don't get bothered and overwhelmed with the sanskrit thing but i'm still going to mention it so we all have imperfect senses second thing is we are all subjected to illusion we can be subjected to illusion that is called in sanskrit as pramada and the third defect yeah. that we all have is we have the tendency to commit mistakes all of us there is no one here who can say that i have not committed mistakes in my life so the third defect in all of us is that we can we have the tendency to commit mistakes and that in sanskrit is called brahma and the fourth defect that we all have is tendency to cheat we all have some tendency to cheat even a small child you know when it eats mud it puts some mud in the mouth the child and the mother will go ask hey come on what you are eating mud no 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 it will shut its mouth and it will hide the mud in the hand it will not show why because there is a tendency to cheat even in the child and just recently you are all aware of the uh, s bank case uh, you see so many scams coming up uh, every year bigger and bigger scams coming up so all this is because each one of us inherently have this four defects the first defect is imperfect senses we are subjected to illusion and we have the tendency to commit mistakes and we have the tendency to cheat so let us now dive little deeper and understand what are these four things actually telling trying to tell so what is imperfect senses karna patava imperfect senses means that our senses are actually very limited so generally people consider that seeing is believing you know most people think that seeing is believing if i don't see something i don't believe that so why should i believe something which i don't see that's a general understanding but that is not uh, the proper way of acquiring knowledge and we cannot acquire perfect knowledge just by seeing oh, for example yeah, yeah. let me let me understand let me give you some more example there are certain things we don't see but we still believe in it can you give some examples all of you there are certain things that we don't see but we still believe in that can you give some examples microorganism yes absolutely fantastic eco others can also make some noise come on what are certain things that we don't see but then we believe in that atom there are lots of things that we can say like atom yeah come on go ahead yes i i want a big list of that atoms we cannot see but we still believe in anurag says that we cannot see god yes <laughs> through direct perception we cannot see god that is absolutely true but there is a process to see god yes just like we have a process to see the atoms and feel and understand about atoms just like we cannot see micro microorganism through our naked eyes but we can see them in the microscope so yeah. we cannot see god directly been. but there is definitely a process to see the god so there are so I, many I, things i know yeah, there I are so many just like air also just like air air we cannot see but we experience air and similarly there are right now all this internet waves that you are getting all the radiation that is going on although all these radiations are existing but we cannot see them by our naked eyes so knowledge acquiring uh-huh. knowledge through this just by seeing is not enough is uh, not i just enough. want to ask last question is that what do you think knowledge is greater or intelligence is greater who do you support like which do you support like intelligence is good or knowledge is good see intelligence is a sense and knowledge is acquired through intelligence 
just like you know you have emotions which are created in the mind similarly the intelligence capacity is to acquire knowledge so intelligence is a sense it is a tool which you already have it's a sense just like there is an object and you see that object through your sense of eyes so similarly there is knowledge but you understand that knowledge through the sense of intelligence so that is how yeah. it is it's a yeah, science that I, is how it is yeah i i just wants to say one thing is that uh, the knowledge uh, like if you're in if you're in intellect persons then uh, then the people consider you as a knowledgeable persons but it is just a one dimension of intelligence it is just a one dimensions so now we go the next discussion that we are going through is very very important that's why i'm going to bring out all this multidimensional ways of acquiring knowledge and then you can decide for yourself which is the best of way to acquire knowledge all these different dimensions we are going to discuss that is why the very first thing is we are trying to know that most of the people think that seeing is believing but let me give you an example now pratyaksha pramana we are discussing pratyaksha pramana now in this particular thing you know we all see through our eyes but our eyes are actually limited only to visible range and that visible range is 4000 amstrom to 7000 amstrom that is what our eyes can see so anything lower for lower than 4000 or above 7000 amstrom that is infrared or ultraviolet we have absolutely no knowledge about it we cannot understand through our eyes is it not yeah so we that means our eyes are completely blind beyond the range of ultraviolet and infrared beyond this visible range but there are other species like there are some bugs you know small small bugs they can actually see the flowers by using ultraviolet radiations and that is why sometimes in restaurants and uh, commercial kitchens you will see they'll keep some uh, bug zappers and black lights to attract the bugs because the bugs are easily attracted to that particular light so why because they can see ultraviolet and infrared but we do not see in fact snakes and scorpions they can see other animals even at night using infrared radiations but we cannot see that is our limitation that means our senses are actually limited that means our eyes are limited so that means the knowledge that i am acquiring through my eyes is also limited the dimension through which i am my dimension of knowledge is very limited because my senses are limited my eyes are limited and it is not just with the eyes mind you it is not just with the eyes in fact if you see our tongue our tongue is also very imperfect let me tell you how all of you just imagine or you take sugar in your mouth you can experiment with this later you take sugar in your mouth eat the sugar and after eating the sugar you take an orange and taste the orange do you think the orange will orange will taste sweet when you take sugar first and then eat the orange do you think the orange will taste sweet it will not in fact the orange will taste very sour but if we eat lemon you taste lemon first and then you take the orange the orange will taste very sweet so you know it's very imperfect our whole tongue also is very imperfect what about our ears 
In fact, our years also are very, very limited. Ashish, you're calling. I'm taking your call very soon. Just be online. Our ears have the range of just 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, and beyond that range, we cannot hear. We are completely deaf. But there are bats, there are dolphins which use ultrasonic sound. Ultrasonic sound is about 20 kilohertz, so they use ultrasonic sounds to communicate. But we have no access to that. Absolutely no. That means our ears are limited, our eyes are limited, all of our other senses are limited, and we are trying to acquire knowledge through these limited senses. That means <coughs> our knowledge is also limited. Our knowledge is limited. When we acquire knowledge only through the senses, these five senses, it is going to be limited. <coughs> I am taking a call from Ashish. Hello. Good evening, Ashish. Ha. Good evening, sir. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I just join your show. Sure. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I just join your podcast, and I'm not uh, aware of your topic and what you said <laughs> before I came. The process of acquiring perfect knowledge. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have. So, yeah, I, just I give me a what second. You said. What you said before I came, I don't know that. So, yeah, just give me a second. <coughs> yeah, sorry for that. So. <clears throat> basically we are trying to understand the different ways of acquiring knowledge and we are here now trying to understand that how our senses are imperfect we generally acquire knowledge through our senses these five senses but the senses are themselves very very limited yeah. uh, and see just like our ears are limited because they cannot really operate beyond 20 hertz 20 kilohertz so <clears throat> everything i cannot hear i can hear only within this range so uh, when we try to acquire this knowledge through pratyaksha pramana through our senses that is not But going I to i have a question i have a question though yeah uh, like uh, um, i have a question and this question is in my mind for a very long period of time yeah 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 i think being a very uh, almost perfect creation of god human beings i mm-hmm. think we are given powers that we are continuously uh, exploring and challenging Or, or solving the challenges of nature, we have gone to Mars. We have gone to Moon. Yes. And we are still learning the, uh, we are still learning the nature and laws of physics and all that. Correct. But I always one, I always have one question in my mind that whether what kind of whatever kind of senses we have, mm-hmm. I think those are good enough. I'm not sure about it to solve the mysteries of the nature. Like, what what if we could see the invisible uh, waves, like mobile waves? we could not mm-hmm. see anything i think that limitation is allowing allowing us to see because we are given that limitation that we won't see the you know invisible wave that's why we are looking see otherwise we, we will see the whole net and traps around and around us and we will be very confused in the same way what if you are listening something which is 10 miles away for you and it's not useful for you then you will be confused but don't you think that limitation is also helpful for us no actually that is not true uh, ashish because you see there is a if just by these five senses we are acquiring so much knowledge and uh, with this uh, just limited range of our uh senses we are acquiring so much knowledge there is a huge vast knowledge that which we are not able to access we have no access to that knowledge that means we are missing out on so many things 
so you may definitely say that oh yes that's okay all right but that is not the fact you know we are missing out on a huge lot of things so it is very very important that is the reason why hello hello we have to understand some limitations also we cannot always human beings have four imperfections whatever the four imperfections we have imperfect we have imperfect senses we are subjected to illusion we actually have the tendency to cheat and we have a tendency to commit mistakes but now let us understand that's why it's a scientific discussion let's uh, take this discussion a little ahead uh, so that others are also enjoying this so i want to discuss the next aspect of our imperfection and that is we are all subjected to illusion many times i don't know if you are aware but we have optical illusions you can just uh, go and google optical illusions and you will get so many images which I will show you creating optical illusion and in fact in your science or uh, you can just take a glass of water and you pour some water and you insert a pencil in that and you will see the pencil bent Bent. but you you are actually through your eyes you are seeing the pencil is bent but does that really mean the pencil is bent no but your eyes are seeing that it is bent i don't know if you have an experience of actually going to uh, uh, a desert when you go to a desert and it is uh, all 360 degrees you can only see sand but in the desert far away there is mirage when you look at the mirage we feel as if there is water although there is no water there but you see there is water you think that the mirage itself is water but when you go ahead and try to get water there is no water so that's an optical illusion so similarly most of this magical shows when you go to a magical show what they actually you know they entertain you by using those illusions so that means we actually are enjoying sometimes even the illusions so there is a when we see something we are not very sure whether what we see is right or wrong it may not be completely what we think and let us understand this little deeper also that is called even uh, you know when you look uh, go to a railway track okay you just go to a railway track and when you go to a railway track you stand in between the railway tracks they are actually parallel lines the tracks are parallel but as you look forward you will see as if the lines the two tracks are meeting at one particular end but are they really meeting no the tracks never meet because they are parallel lines but you feel as if they are meeting at one point so careful we have to be very careful when we are subjected to illusion and every one of us is actually subjected to illusion to some sort of other and the third mistake or the defect that we all have is the tendency to commit mistakes each one of us commit mistakes and uh, we all know there are so many uh, mishaps that have happened especially when there was a space race between uh, uh, ussr and uh, us in the early 1960s and 70s the space race was so intense and during that time america and ussr have committed so many mistakes uh, compared to the in the field of uh, uh, space technology and not just space technology in fact we also thomas alva edison also says that before he actually invented uh the bulb he committed so many mistakes good in one sense that is good but at the same time we all commit mistakes and through mistakes we have to learn but there is a limitation between us there is a limitation in all of us to commit mistakes 
Now, what about the fourth? The fourth is we all have another tendency to cheat. The fourth defect in all of us is tendency to cheat. I gave an example of uh, the recent S Bank case. Uh, we all have heard about it. And uh, there are so many scams. There are politicians who try to cheat us. There are scientists who are trying to cheat us. You may be really surprised to know that even in the scientific community, there are so many cheaters. You should read a book called Forbidden Archaeology. And there is a very, very nice book. Uh, it's a very nice book called Forbidden Archaeology, which explains all the mistakes and uh, the scientific community, how they try to hide certain knowledge. They want to take only that knowledge which is uh, favorable to their understanding and perceptions and they want to reject everything else which doesn't suit their perception. So even in the scientific community, there is cheating going on. There is so much knowledge that is not revealed to us, although they know. So that is called knowledge filtration or it is called scientific suppression. So this is going on. This is going on. So these are four defects that uh, the scriptures mention that we have to be very much aware. And by human, every living entity, every human being has these four defects. Each one of us have these four defects. Yeah, yeah, sir. I want to, uh, I want to even ask something else about this uh, perfection thing, uh, religion thing. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the way you described and defined everything, that was amazing. And I got your point. That yeah. our we are limited to our senses. And even if the pencil is not banned, it looks like being banned. Yes. I understand that. But you know what? There are illusions in our lives. And yes. the motive of our life is that to read them, st- study them. And know yeah. the truth behind that. But we all see the 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 band the band pencil. Will will at the same time we know that it's not bad. So that's yes, reality, yes. and we know the yes, reality. Yes. So yes. What, what I'm telling you, there are illusions around us. Yes. If we we are uh, we just can differentiate between illusion and reality at some extent. Yeah. And we are still learning and we are still, why did I use the example of being on moon? Because of what I'm saying that we yeah. are learning and evolving and solving yes. those uh, those problems and those challenges. If we mm. think that everything is illusion and our senses are not good enough, I think that mm. will somewhere, somewhere hurt our you know ability to live happily. Because if good. we think we are not good enough, then it will you know uh, hurt us somewhere. And we won't yes. be able to live happily because we are not confident and we always yes. think everything is illusion. So yes. instead of yes. that, I would say there are illusions, but we are good enough to study them. If we do meditate, if we acquire something, some knowledge, then we can find the solutions of those mm-hmm. illusions. Okay. Okay. So, yes. I got your point. And uh, for the benefit of Ashish, as well as all the listeners who joined a little later, I would like to mention that in this discussion, we are actually discussing the different modes of acquiring knowledge. And we are right now discussing just the first mode of acquiring knowledge. And uh, Ashish really is inquisitive now to know more about the next level. And I'm definitely going to to that point. And the first mode of acquiring knowledge we discussed is Pratyaksha Pramana, knowledge that we acquire through our five senses. And we also understood how the knowledge acquiring through the five senses is actually limited. So now I'm going to, I'm gradually building up this whole uh, discussion uh, and I'm sure Ashish will get the answer very soon. So 
we have discussed now the first aspect of acquiring knowledge the mode of acquiring knowledge that is called pratyaksha pramana that is knowledge through the senses now the second aspect or the second mode of acquiring knowledge is called the anumana pramana which means hypothesizing or knowledge acquired through direct perception again to all the listeners what we are discussing is a very deep scientific and philosophical discussion so hence it requires some contemplation from your side to be focused and see what i am trying to drive across the points that we are going to discuss are going to be little philosophical these are deep topics and you will really enjoy because these are intellectual discussions and it will really trigger your intelligence and also it's a good exercise for uh, the intelligence we all have so the next aspect or the next mode of discussion is anumana pramana hypothesizing the knowledge that we have acquired through our senses let us understand this in detail now for example anumana pramana actually involves theorizing based on the information that you have got through your five senses and the knowledge which is already acquired through experiences we all have certain experiences in life and you have that knowledge as an experience and when you apply reason and logic to the about to then it becomes anumana pramana let me take an example to all of you now let us let us understand this anumana pramana very nicely with an analogy all of you are there with me and if you are liking the session uh, please hit that like button this is a very interesting topic now i let us make this very interesting okay so all of you imagine okay i am going to trigger your imagination once again like i always do so imagine that there is an elephant and you ask six people and this six people are blind people you ask this six blind people to go and explain how is the elephant looks like how does the elephant looks like so all these six people go and touch the elephant but they touch the different parts of the elephant so let me take you through this all of you are listening to me you can make some noise so there is an elephant and there are six blind people who are actually going and touching this elephant so the first one who goes and he actually touches the tail of the elephant this person goes that touches the tail of the elephant and this blind person thinks that elephant actually looks like a snake oh no it's not it's a rope he touches the tail of the elephant and he thinks that elephant looks like a rope the second person blind person goes and touches the leg of the elephant and he thinks that elephant looks like a tree like the trunk of a tree the third blind person he goes and touches the trunk of the elephant and he thinks that elephant is actually like a snake and the fourth blind person goes and touches the tusk of the elephant and he thinks that the elephant is actually like a spear and another person goes and touches the fifth person goes and touches the belly of the elephant and he thinks that the elephant looks like a wall 
and the sixth blind person goes and touches the big flapping ear of the elephant and he says that it is a hand fan just like the chinese and the, the japanese use the hand fan so he touches the elephant's ear and says that elephant looks like the hand fan so tell me one thing all of you tell me one thing all of you that who is correct in actually describing the elephant who is actually describing the elephant properly and correctly i am asking all of you that tell me who is actually guessing the elephant or describing the elephant in a right way correct ashish is right in fact each one of them are actually describing the elephant in their own way and they are right in a in one sense but they are not complete although they are describing the elephant in their own way through their own experiences but the description of the elephant is not complete it is not complete hence they require an additional external source to make them explain now what happens is they will all start fighting with each other because one will say no 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 the elephant is like a spear the other person will say the uh, elephant is like a snake the elephant is like a rope the elephant is like a wall and that's exactly what happens with all of us we all have certain experiences and when we see a same object different people have different opinions and different experiences and we keep fighting on the same issue most of the debates that happen same object but each one of them is trying to explain probably all of them are correct but then it is limited their experience and their understanding of the elephant is limited so now let us take this elephant example again in the future i'm going to revisit this elephant example again very soon later let us take another example especially those who are staying in apartments in flats if you enter your apartment and you go to your floor and before you actually get into your flat the neighboring flat here two people fighting they are yelling at each other and you think oh the husband and wife both are fighting but they may not be fighting actually that sound may be actually coming from the tv from the television but our experience is oh husband and wife is both are fighting so this is speculative knowledge so anumana is actually a speculative knowledge let me give you another very nice uh, example you all have heard about newton and when newton was uh, sitting under a tree and uh, that is when the apple fell on his on his head and then uh, that is when he got a eureka thought oh why did the apple fall down why didn't this apple actually fly in the air if the apple would have fallen on to us we would probably just take the apple and eat it but newton did not do that and thanks to him that he did not do that if you also would have eaten the apple we would not have got actually the gravitational law so <clears throat> what i'm trying to say is here anumana pramana what he did was there was a direct experience of the apple following falling on him and he saw the apple through his five senses pratyaksha pramana he saw the apple but he did not stop there just by pratyaksha pramana what he did next was he actually did anumana he started 
hypothesizing he started theorizing contemplating and that is how we got the law of gravitation so observation that leads to some experiment and that gives a certain result is called anumana pramana so you have direct experience by through your senses observation and you acquire knowledge through the five senses and when you acquire the knowledge through the five senses and then you start contemplating on that and you, you experiment on that uh, data that is called anumana pramana so now the next important and the most important mode of acquiring knowledge is shabda pramana and this is hearing from a bona fide authority if anyone has any questions you can please feel free to ask a uh, uh, p princess is asking this what is this topic all about this topic is all about process of understanding again i repeat this it's process of understanding perfect knowledge when i say process we cannot get immediate answers moment when we say process process means you have to be patient and understand the concepts that is how the process is process means you have to listen to the whole talk and understand i really welcome princess you are here and listening to this talk and uh, just keep listening i'm sure you will get some insights and uh, we will try to also discuss and try to give you a brief little later meanwhile if you have any questions you can feel free to ask me questions audience you can make some noise and uh, ask some questions i'll be very happy to take questions at this point before i really get into the next discussion of understanding another mode of acquiring knowledge okay so since there are no questions let me go to the next understanding the next level and that is shabda pramana what do i mean by the shabda pramana means acquiring knowledge by hearing now when you hear and acquire knowledge there are two important things that we should know one is you should hear from authorities if you want to learn physics you cannot go to any tom dick and harry and learn physics no you have to go to an expert who is in who is an authority in physics and for that matter it holds true for any other subject if you want to learn chemistry you have to go to an expert who is uh, you know very profound in uh, the knowledge of uh, chemistry so similarly any knowledge when you want to acquire you have to hear it from authorities so your source is very important your source should be very profound and this knowledge also should be passed down in a unbroken chain when you acquire knowledge through hearing this knowledge should be acquired in an unbroken chain let me example let me give you an example all of you i have a question for all of you right now so all those who are listening this question is for you if you want to know who is your father you have taken birth and you have never seen just imagine you have never seen your father and if you want to know your father there are two ways of knowing your father one is you can actually go and use the technology the genetic fingerprinting and try to understand who is your father but then there are about 1 billion people 1 billion men in the world and if you want to actually understand who is your father and you want to do this experiment on all of them it will take at least 600 years and we will not be even alive to know who is our father 
so it is completely impractical if you want to understand who your father is you cannot actually try to do this uh, genetic fingerprinting this is completely impractical although it it can be done but another way of knowing who your father is you just simply go and ask your mother you just ask your mother who is my father and she is an authority and you have faith in that authority your mother that yes whatever she tells is going to be true and you understand your father who your father is by asking your mother because your mother is an authority so either you can understand your father by genetic fingerprinting which is impractical or you can just go and ask your mother and she is the one who can actually give you the right answers so similarly when we try to acquire knowledge there is everything possible that we can our own experience our own observation our own thing we can definitely do but that's going to take a lot of time although it is important but then at the same time there is a very easy and best method of acquiring knowledge is to just go and approach a authority who is already profound with that knowledge so it is very easy and that is called shabda pramana and that is exactly what we are discussing there are many many examples i can give you based on this shabda pramana let me take a question uh, from raigya so please stay online it's going to be a very interesting discussion if you're liking this discussion uh, please hit that like button good evening thank uh, you hello yeah welcome to the show here hari krishna yes welcome hari krishna hari krishna yeah do you have any questions yes i do have yeah please go ahead ragya actually i want to do a course in nait okay i'm a computer science student so can you teach uh, me is nait good institution uh right yeah right now the discussion uh, we are having is uh, something different and uh, i'm sure i can help you but maybe offline not uh, during this discussion because we are already in a process of understanding a very important topic today so i want you to call me back little later then we yeah, can what's definitely the topic? what's the topic the topic is process of acquiring perfect knowledge so please stay online and you can listen to this topic that is going to really help you all right hey wait 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 yeah perfect knowledge wait yes there is nothing called perfection okay that is that may be your opinion about it but i'm definitely going to give you an answer to that but little later i'm definitely going to tell you what is perfect knowledge and there is perfect knowledge because there are a lot of people who are perfectionists and they really need perfect knowledge so we do have perfect knowledge but example. i really want to go through examples and create a nice context before i go to that or perfectionist give me an example so i'm going to give you an example but little later so just stay online and listen to this talk no, no, no. that you have to tell now itself who is the perfectionist the perfect knowledge is coming from the vedas the vedas are perfect knowledge but i want to go a little deeper into this particular discussion right now and uh, i'm very happy to have you here so keep listening to this talk i'm going no, to explain all that here you want now right why you are uh, ending uh, no i'm not trying yeah. to end abruptly but i'm just trying to uh, uh, keep you are ending you are the perfectionist give me an example all right uh, let us continue with our discussion here 
so let me give you some more examples of uh, you know shabda pramana especially when we hear uh, and uh, from our authorities let us take this example see can you all give me some example can you give me some examples of how we acquire knowledge through shabda pramana every day on a day to day basis we are actually all of us on a day to day basis all of us are trying to acquire knowledge and we acquire knowledge through shabda pramana by hearing can you give me some examples okay let me trigger your uh, let me trigger your uh, imagination now for example every day we all get to know some news we get to know some news from the newspaper and the television channel when there is a bomb blast in syria we have not actually seen the bomb blast through our own senses and we have not experienced the bomb blast in syria but although we have not seen that bomb blast in syria we completely have faith in the news channels and the newspaper that yes there was a bomb blast in syria so we acquire knowledge by imposing our faith on the news and the news channels so this is called shabda pramana this means we are acquiring knowledge not through our direct experience but we are acquiring knowledge by hearing to an authority and news channels and newspapers are an authority to give us news from across the world so this is one experience have you any time questioned your teachers in the school why 2 plus 2 is equal to 4 we just heard our teacher telling us 2 plus 2 is equal to 4 and we accepted that 3 plus 3 is equal to 6 and we accepted that we never questioned about the reality of 3 plus 3 is equal to 6 we just heard from the teacher we accepted that we experimented with that and we are getting the result we just heard from the teacher we never questioned our teacher just like for that matter even quantum physics when you heard for the first time in your science class about the subatomic particles like the electrons tell me one thing all of you how many of you have seen electrons in your life how many of you have seen electrons in your life we have not seen electrons in our life we have never seen protons in our life we have actually not seen even the nucleus in the atom so although we have not seen electrons and protons we still believe why because we have the faith in our teacher we have imposed faith in our teacher that yes the teacher is telling i will accept it i will accept that knowledge and why the teacher is telling what she is telling about electrons and protons because the teacher is having the faith in the textbooks we have the teacher has imposed her faith in the textbooks and the textbooks are in turn coming from the authorities who have studied physics so if you see we understand about electrons by hearing from our teacher although we have actually not seen electrons practically in our own life we have never seen electrons at all let me take this call so uh, dan is trying to call i'm just here to uh, take his call let's see uh, i'm okay so you see this is how we impose our faith in our teachers and we learn from them but we never question certain things although okay 
Uh, Dan, good evening. Welcome to the show. Hello, Dan, can you hear me? Okay, looks like there is a network issue again. So you can probably call me or you can actually type the question. Dan, I'm sorry, you can type your question. Yes, the teacher may claim to have seen electrons. They may claim, but they have not seen the electrons. Many times we are using electricity every day to day. We are using electricity, but till date we have actually not seen electrons. Can you imagine? That means we have no pratyaksha pramana. We have actually not seen the knowledge through our senses, but still we believe in that knowledge. So Jordan is trying to call. Let me see what question he has. So shabda pramana. That's very important. Good evening, Jordan. Welcome to the show. Mr. Dasa, how are you, sir? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? The voice is a bit cracking. Hello, sir. Yes, yes, Jordan. I'm able to hear you now. Yeah, yeah you are absolutely right, sir. Whatever you know, uh, we have taught by you know teachers in the past when we were in childhood in school time. They didn't take us any lab or where somewhere nothing. Only the blackboard. Just they, I reckon they are they are just doing job for their you know livelihood. Nothing more than that. Exactly, also, exactly. You know, just they look after their families and just they kill the time morning eight or two, eight to like a three or two o'clock. That's it. This is their job. I'm very sorry to tell this, but I should really tell all my audience that today's education system is a big failure. Today's education system is a big failure because uh, we slog and slog and try to spend so much time, but what we actually get is just some theoretical knowledge. But we really don't understand the deep concepts behind knowledge, and that's exactly what we are trying to, uh, you know, discuss here today. So we want to. Hmm. We have plenty. Of, we have brilliant. Hmm. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Jordan. I was saying, you know, we uh, we are so lucky. We have you. We have so blessed by you know this uh, you know that God or goddesses. We have. one of the finest brain in this uh, in this world so india is a luckiest country who having you know finest or the very super supernatural brains but we are not using that brain in the right direction this is a problem yes yes you are very right this is a problem we have our, our kids are fantastic they are exceptional and astounding outstanding brains they have but the problem is that system the way of system is not you know uh, uh, not like up to mark uh, at least you know we can enlighten their brain so look at those guys in western culture they guys mostly very few people go to the universities yes they approach the uni most of the kids in the western western culture they do only what they believe in like up to 10 standard they don't they don't go to the university much but they are really very yes. skilled so this is the difference between you know our culture but our kids every single kids they they would like to be a doctor engineer kind but if you go to western culture they don't trust they don't believe doctor or engineer you say you know yes yeah i have to yes. I, i done it this is this is my you know level that's it i don't want to go more that this and that or i don't want to be engineer so uh, yeah. in spite of that having said that the people are very successful absolutely uh, actually jordan brought a very good important point he said that india has an amazing knowledge uh, base and we have a huge knowledge bank which we are unfortunately not using it in fact the scripture says that bharat bhumite janmayat janma sarthaka kari karapara upkar anybody who has taken birth in india his prime most important duty is to perfect his own knowledge by acquiring the wonderful knowledge that we have 
and then share the knowledge with all others in fact in the last few centuries ago india was considered to be the brain of the whole world because india was actually exporting knowledge to the whole world and we still have the capacity to export knowledge to the whole world if we can just harness the knowledge that india has we can do amazing things we can really make this whole world very peaceful and a very happy place but it's just that we indians have not understood our own culture and the fantastic deep scientific knowledge that we have we have a very profound knowledge and i really appreciate jordan that you are so uh, nice you recognize that we have this wonderful knowledge i am so happy to hear that so uh, that's very nice uh, and i really want to be online jordan and i want to continue uh, with this discussion rahul is trying to call me let me take another call before i proceed with the next uh, section of our discussion uh, rahul good evening welcome here welcome to the show yeah hari krishna prabhu ji kaise ho how are you yeah, good i'm fine please tell me what's the question actually i wanted to know about like uh, what should we do in like this kind of uh, condition like which is going on like corona like how should we not get panic and like be cool and like uh, do our chanting and all this yes we have to be very intense during this time and yeah. the best thing is is during the next 21 days of lockdown i request all of you to immerse yourself in acquiring more and more spiritual knowledge because that is what india can offer to all of us we have wonderful profound knowledge and this whole forum is for you to come again and again and try to listen to these talks because you're going to gain so much so you can immerse yourself in this uh, unfortunate situation that we are going through to actually gain a lot of knowledge so it can be actually in our favor if you try to utilize this in your favor in your uh, you know if you best to best to your best ability you should try to hear more and more so by the way rahul i'm happy to have you here but since the discussion we are having today is on the process of acquiring knowledge i want to continue with this discussion and please be online and listen to this talk okay okay i will yes thank you so much for calling okay so uh, we are here discussing about perfect knowledge and we all want to be perfect and we can be perfect only when we actually acquire perfect knowledge but before that i have a question to all of you to all the listeners that <clears throat> there is something called as absolute knowledge and relative knowledge i hope you are all getting this there is something called as absolute knowledge and relative knowledge let me uh, you know give some more uh, uh, details about this let us understand this in detail so i have a question for all of you where is our present understanding of the world coming from where is our current our present understanding of the world coming from to all the audience i have a question you can reply by either typing or you can call me where is our present understanding of knowledge of the world coming from how do we understand this world is it a difficult question rahul is saying from outside knowledge okay where is the present understanding of our world coming from how do we actually know about the world okay so let me tell you all that we are 
actually getting knowledge from modern science whatever knowledge today we have about the world is through our textbooks and modern science and before i actually dive deeper into this i will take another call from meenakshi and she has some question for all of us so meenakshi good evening welcome to the show okay good evening good evening yes um, like uh, rahul my answer is also outside knowledge uh, which we gain in a school and the environment where we live mm-hmm. the knowledge come from that only yes but when from the childhood if you see the knowledge that we have acquired about the knowledge uh, uh, about the uh, either it be space or either it be physics or chemistry about the things about matter or spirit mostly it has come from modern science so yes. modern science is what has given us the knowledge about the current world but let us understand what the dictionary meaning of science means how do the dictionaries define about science one of the dictionary meaning of science is the intellectual and systematic study of the structure and behavior of the world through ob- the dictionary meaning of modern sciences sciences nothing but an intellectual and systematic study of the structure and behavior of the world through observation and experiment yes. but just previously in our discussion we actually established the fact that the knowledge that we acquire through our direct perception observation and experiment is incomplete pratyaksha pramana and anumana pramana that we discussed earlier is incomplete so that is how the knowledge that we are acquired we have acquired through modern science although it is true but it is incomplete it yes, modern yes. science actually does not give us the complete understanding of the whole world how much have we actually understood our own planet mm-hmm. we have not understood the whole universe universe is a very big thing science so like we have not even understood our own planet Yes Meenakshi go ahead No 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 modern sciences they are experiments on uh, some uh, things and uh, when the result came out the same result came out again and again then they are writing the books and everything that's it they also know that they are incomplete Yes you see the modern science uh, is imperfect because i'll tell you they are constantly changing their theories in our school especially when i was studying in my in school Uh, i was told that pluto is a planet but just recently a uh, few years ago it was declared that pluto is not a planet and then few days ago i again read an article saying that they have again introduced pluto to be a planet so constantly the science is changing the theories keep changing mm-hmm. in the last century darwin's theory was accepted to be the greatest theory of evolution everybody accepted the theory of evolution from darwin In fact Hitler used this theory of evolution and he started categorizing Germans to be the the highest and the top best class of breed amongst human that is how Hitler tried to classify uh, based on Darwin's theory but today Darwin's theory is rejected even by the scientific community so what i'm trying to say is science although they come up with lot of theories but there is always a limitation and they always keep doing some r&d and it is a failure and that is how i gave you an example of pluto they say something today and later on after few years they again change the theory so they are never right 
the knowledge is almost imperfect although it helps us in our day to day life into uh, like today we have technology it is good but that is not complete it is limited there are billions and billions of galaxies in the whole creation how much do we really know how much can science actually tell us about the universe our limit our understanding of the universe is only to the range of the telescope that we have the telescope the highest most powerful telescope can give us some knowledge about the universe and that's it that's our limitation okay. beyond that we cannot understand so similarly if you have an ant crawling in your room right now there is an ant nicely moving in your room if you ask the ant oh do you know what the president of america trump is thinking and doing right now it has no knowledge it the ant in your room has no knowledge about the coronavirus at all absolutely no what is happening in america or italy it has no knowledge because just the fact it is too small to understand what is happening in italy so similarly in this such big universe we cannot really claim to know everything because we are just like ants right on this planet we really don't know everything so that is why now just like we imposed faith in our teachers and we understood about electrons hmm. similarly we have to impose faith in our scriptures for every creation there is a creator and similarly the creator also has given some knowledge to us and that knowledge is called vedas for example when you take a mobile when you buy a mobile or you buy a laptop the manufacturer he will give you a laptop along with the manual is it not all right. of you right when you buy a camera it will come along with a manual and the manual will completely give you the details of operation how to operate the camera how to use the different features of the camera so the manual actually helps you to understand the camera better and when do you read the manual by the way you read the manual before using the camera or before you use camera exactly we use we read the manual before actually using the camera not when the camera is completely having some problem and uh, you messed up with the whole camera and then you read the manual no we read the manual before operating so similarly when this whole creation this whole universe is created it also is being created by a creator and then the creator has given us a manual and that is vedas and the vedas our spiritual sound vibration which gives us perfect knowledge it gives us perfect knowledge why i say this perfect knowledge because today even in this modern times we use so many different branches of vedic knowledge in our day to day life for example ayurveda ayurveda is actually a part of vedic knowledge and today ayurveda is so prominent in fact it can cure diseases like cancer which even modern science cannot do we not cannot cure so ayurveda is there not just ayurveda i can give you many more examples you can actually take example of yoga today so many people are fond of yoga yoga is actually vedic knowledge it is already given and it is perfect when you actually you apply that knowledge of yoga people actually can improve their health it is very much practical knowledge and people are experiencing that whoever practices astronomy what about astronomy even uh, so many decades ago and centuries ago and eons ago back we have already had this knowledge of predicting eclipses our astronomy was so perfect even today we can actually use that vedic knowledge of astronomy and predict certain things about astrology 
every time when there is a matchmaking between a boy and a girl during the marriage we actually refer to vedas the knowledge the science of astrology even now we use that what okay. about okay then why we are going away from that because in our school nowadays uh, there is a yes. nothing in why? why why because why because there is the education system today is uh, driven by industries i'll tell you very bluntly our indus- our education is actually driven by industries what we are learning is actually what the industry wants we are nothing but the products for the industry we are not learning what we want to learn we are learning what the industry wants whatever comes into our textbook is actually designed by the industrialists and we learn what the industry wants and we are just the product for them that's all that is i i just want to put it bluntly and that is actually what is happening today's education system is nothing but you are created for a job market right so that is not what knowledge is knowledge is not for just for gaining some knowledge, some job and get some salary that is not we are talking about we are talking about true and perfect knowledge which can make us happy but that, unfortunately the education system has failed to do so mm-hmm. there are many people there are many iitians who commit suicide it's not that they don't have iq and they are not intelligent they are very intelligent but still people are committing mistakes and they go and commit uh, suicides why mm-hmm. don't have access for that that means our education system has failed to address this Uh, unfortunate situations of dealing with the mind okay what about metallurgy you know even our uh, vedic knowledge speaks about metallurgy where the sarnath pillar it has not rusted even till date and nasa uses this vedic knowledge in some of its uh, you know to create some metals for its own uh, uh, projects in their field Uh, again it's just uh, not my own uh, fertile infertile and fertile brain which is telling this this is all evidence based okay and there are many great philosophers and many great scientists who have accepted the knowledge of the vedas and they have understood that through this we can really open a new sphere new dimension earlier ashish was saying yes uh, what about the other dimension of uh, knowledge yes it can open up a new dimension of knowledge but we have to strive to attain that meenakshi thanks for calling you do yeah, you have any other no 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 so uh, no i love to listen you and uh, definitely i get answer of what is the perfect knowledge yes fantastic uh, be online ashish is calling me i just want to take okay. his call also thank you uh okay i just missed you ashish you just tried calling me you can call me back and i can take a call again meanwhile if you are liking this whole discussion you can hit that like button and feel free to ask me questions uh, it's a very deep topic and i'm trying to do justice in whatever time available uh, we have limited time but still i'm trying to drive this point across because it's a intellectual discussion if you have any doubts if you have any questions uh, you can immediately ask me question and you can also type your questions feel free to ask me question i am right here uh, ashish you just tried calling me i am sorry i missed your call so that is how i just want to uh, give some uh, 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 quotes i just want to read some quotes from famous personalities uh, one professor max muller all of you know max muller he is a german philosopher and uh, he says in the history of the world the vedas fill a gap which no literary work in any other language could fill i maintain that to everybody who cares for himself 
for his ancestors for his intellectual development the study of the vedic literature is indeed indispensable this is what max muller has to say and uh, you all know about henry david thoreau and he also says that in the morning i bathe my intellect in the cosmogonal philosophy of the bhagavad gita in comparison with which our modern world and its literature seems puny this is what uh, henry david has to say and uh, there are many great philosophers in fact one more philosopher alfred knott whitehead he says the vastest knowledge of today cannot transcend the buddhi of the rishis in the ancient india and science in its most advanced stage now is closer to vedanta than ever before you know many great scientists and philosophers accept that vedas have perfect knowledge and uh, there is a huge huge wonderful knowledge available to all of us to experience life in its fullest what are the vedas generally discusses who am i where did i come from what will happen to me after that what is this universe all about you know there are so many things fundamental questions which are unfortunately not answered by the modern education system and not answered by our teachers in the school so that is why if you have any questions right now right now you feel free to ask me question and let us open this whole discussion now for our uh, question answers so that we can all benefit we discussed today about the three modes of acquiring knowledge first was pratyaksha pramana acquiring knowledge through the senses our five senses and we also understood that we have four inherent defects as human beings the first defect that we all have is we have imperfect senses we have uh, the tendency to cheat we have the tendency to commit mistakes and then we have we can be subjected to illusion and the second mode of acquiring knowledge was anumana pramana that is through logic and reason when we observe something when we gain some knowledge through observation we want to theorize i gave an example of newton and then we understood that how this pratyaksha pramana and anumana pramana both of them are limited the knowledge that we acquire through observation and reason and logic is limited because of our own four defects that we all have but the best way of acquiring knowledge is shabda pramana that means you have to accept an authority who is profound in that particular field of knowledge so when you acquire knowledge through an authority that gives you a better understanding of the subject and that is how every day we use the shabda pramana through newspapers and news channels uh, because we impose faith on them and that is how we acquire knowledge so these are few things that we discussed and one important thing about shabda pramana is when you hear from a source like you are hearing right now about this particular subject the source is very important because if the source of knowledge who is giving you the person who is giving you knowledge is imperfect and he himself doesn't know then whatever you get will also be limited and imperfect so that is why we don't rely on uh, you know anybody in fact you should also not completely rely on me but i i'm not sharing my knowledge it is not simply my knowledge i am just repeating what the scriptures are telling i'm just repeating the knowledge which is perfect so that is why since i'm just repeating the perfect knowledge that is how this knowledge becomes perfect i know there are many questions that all of you have if you feel free uh, you can feel free to ask me questions and uh, let's discuss some more uh, 
uh, important uh, questions if you have any i request all my uh, audience to uh, throw out some questions here and let us discuss them and meanwhile if you like the session you can also hit the like button and you can subscribe to this uh, secrets of success uh, show because uh, everything that we are discussing here is very very important and this is going to connect lot of doubt dots in your life so we are getting a call and let me take this call uh good evening uh, ayub singh it's a low singh mr dasha yes welcome to the show uh, thank you very much and uh, it's nice to hearing me actually you are doing fantastically great job okay i have a question okay okay so if there are some information okay generally information uh, once acquired become a knowledge so if there are some information or say for knowledge but not mm-hmm. acceptable by no one wants to accept that knowledge mm-hmm. i mean to say not no 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 acceptance no use mm-hmm. but that, that is a knowledge or that is information can we call that as a knowledge actually uh, if you see everything has some utility in fact even the poison from the snake has its utility because uh, the anti venom is actually created from the venom itself from the snakes yes so similarly knowledge also everything that exists in this material world actually has some utility but then we should know what is my purpose because there is a huge knowledge bank but what is that knowledge which can make me truly happy if the, there is knowledge of course physics can give me some uh, answers for some physical laws in the nature but that is not enough to actually make me happy but as human beings as a, as a living person and with a person with emotions and all that you know we want to experience life with relationships we have emotions so when we want to experience happiness we have to gain that knowledge which can truly make us happy so when we are discussing here about knowledge we are actually trying to all be happy and what knowledge can make us happy that is the spiritual knowledge when you acquire spiritual knowledge that is when you can actually become truly happy because you by nature you are spiritual and if you simply are behind the material knowledge physics chemistry which is definitely needed to maintain this body but as a spirit soul as you being a spirit soul you have to acquire spiritual knowledge that is when you will truly become happy otherwise there is no okay. knowledge mm-hmm. that was not the answer of my question uh, that is okay that you are talking about what should be the nature of the knowledge which keep our profound happiness or the ultimate mm-hmm. goal of life uh, since uh, if uh, since you are saying that everything is uh, uh, it has some utilities yes. ashish i'll take your call very soon yeah, go ahead uh, lok singh yeah so if someone in a present day if there are some information or anything which can be considered to be knowledge mm-hmm. uh, but it has no use in the present situation and no one is accepting it i see so uh, in the can be mm-hmm. as a knowledge since uh, 
we have a huge 7 or 8 billion population right now in the world probably i don't like certain aspect of uh, a particular field of knowledge but there are always some people who will like that particular knowledge you know okay. there, uh, there will always be someone who will like uh, this okay let me put it in a very simple way rather uh, say for example if something is not explored unexplored Mm-hmm. Okay. Say for example, there is there 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 is a once upon a time when gravity was not discovered. Okay, isn't it? So before that, is it called to be a knowledge? Okay, I my ignorance doesn't mean that knowledge does not exist. The knowledge no, it ex- is not ignorance, rather unknown. Yeah, that means I am not aware. i am not aware of that knowledge that doesn't mean that it does not exist and by the way all the okay let me put uh, one very nice thing to all of you i just uh, recollected something very interesting and uh, thanks to you that you actually triggered this uh, thing let me put what is knowledge to us yes definitely let us understand what is knowledge to all of us now we know that we know something yeah we know that is not a knowledge no no i'm just coming i'm just let, listen this very carefully all the listeners listen this very carefully what is our knowledge we know that we know something is one particular thing okay it's one circle of knowledge for example i know that i know what is uh, the law of gravitation I know that the law of gravitation exists. I know that there is something exists. I know what uh, I know what type of clothes I'm wearing. I, it's my knowledge. It's in my knowledge. Another aspect of knowledge is I know that I don't know something. First thing is I know that I know something. The second thing is I know that I don't know something. For example, I very much know that I don't know rocket science. I'm absolutely unaware of rocket science. and i know that i completely know that i don't know rocket science but i know what type of clothes i am wearing today so my knowledge is i know that i know something and i know that i don't know something so our knowledge actually revolves between i know and i i know i know something and i know that i don't know something but there is a huge sphere and another dimension of knowledge and that is i don't know that i don't know something you have to little uh, contemplate on this again i repeat this whole thing i know that i know something i know that i don't know something is what is our knowledge our whole knowledge base can be defined with this okay i know so, okay. that i know something okay. i know that i don't know something is our knowledge but i don't know that i don't know something now please think on this and ponder upon this point it is a deep point and you please uh, point you will definitely get lot of answers yeah so one thing if you uh, if you don't know about something uh, how can it be your knowledge ah uh, so now there are certain things in the universe although they exist but right now i am not aware of them but then you can access that knowledge by actually purifying our perceptions see what happens is when we see the world we see the world through our perceptions for example 
when i am wearing a glass i am wearing my spectacle and the glass is green color so when the glass is green color the whole world appears to be green to me and if i am wearing a spectacle which has pink color glass that i see the whole world to be pink so what happens is i see the world based on my perceptions so what happens is when i purify my consciousness when we purify our consciousness our perceptions become pure and when i have a crystal clear transparent glass i see the world as it is so okay, is when you want to when you want to access that knowledge which is not still available right now which we are not aware of when you purify your consciousness we can actually access that knowledge which is already existing in the universe but to access that universal knowledge which is there we have to purify our consciousness unless we purify that there are many great poets i'll tell you example there are many great musicians and poets who have composed amazing music and composed amazing poetry all of a sudden you know the universe is waiting for people who are pure in their consciousness the universe is waiting to give knowledge to pure people for example most of the scientific inventions or the discoveries were out of sudden inspiration do you know that for example you all know the archimedes principle of buoyancy archimedes he was just uh, you know he went into the bathtub and he found out the law of buoyancy all of a sudden a eureka moment and that was one example uh what about rubber you know rubber was actually a very soft material but then thomas goodyear accidentally there was sulfur that fell into the uh, fell into the rubber and it became hard he was trying to make it hard since long but accidentally that happened so many scientific discoveries have happened through accident but although they call it accident it is not accident it is sudden inspiration so i hope i am trying to answer this anyway you be online lob i am trying to take another call ashish is trying to call since long time i'll just okay. take his call before the thank you so much and uh, be online and you can subscribe to the show uh yes i will take ashish's call now yes so you see that is what is our knowledge base yes ashish welcome back again uh thank you sir for having me and my curiosity is getting higher and higher as long as i'm listening to you okay so i'm okay questions and i'm i'm enjoying it quite enjoying it thank you so much and uh, the you took some examples that uh, most of the many of the uh, you know discoveries happened by accident yes uh, archimedes and so many uh, thing but what i think is that they were just ex- accidents and some sudden incidents but mm-hmm. it was also required to be archimedes on the second part like if a normal person is going there and he saw uh, water coming out of the bathtub he won't understand what is happening but big but archimedes was working on that for so long he had the knowledge in advance he saw mm-hmm. a, a phenomena happening and he could draw yeah it is happening that so that incident yes. helped him but it was not responsible for the whole discovery it was his knowledge which was responsible okay. same with the newton like he saw a, a apple uh, falling on the ground but yes, if someone yes. some random people saw it the discovery won't be there it is because of newton's knowledge and study that he could figure out why did it happen it was just a incident which triggered 
so it was a trigger not the uh, you know complete uh, base of that you know if there is a spark then we need something to be like we need explosive things like lpg or dynamite to get a explosion only spark is not uh, uh, responsible for the explosion so what i'm telling okay. is that so okay. the inspiration can give you a certain age or certain direction but your knowledge and your hard work also is important absolutely you make a very good point and you know people who are really striving to get certain knowledge and they are really passionate about acquiring that knowledge they really want to know what is the truth behind certain things when they are very passionately looking after truth that is when although they have certain knowledge and they have taken few steps in that direction and they have really worked hard but working hard is just not enough and so there is also there is also there is also the universe especially the lord says in the bhagavad gita very beautifully lord says matta smritir gnanam apohanam cha the lord says that i sitting as a parmatma within your heart will give you that knowledge especially when you are really working hard when you are really striving to know something the lord who is the creator of the whole universe understands that your intention is to bring out something truth you are looking after truth and the lord will reveal to you it so that's how even universal reciprocate to you only when you work hard it is not simply you just sudden inspiration comes automatically no 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 not at all for lazy people the inspiration will not come i also have i also have some questions for you because you to uh, answer my questions pretty well and i get very satisfied with you so i have some curiosity and questions like okay. i just, i would like to go to the start of the podcast where you, you said that we have limited uh, you know senses and we don't see the reality through those senses so i back to differ you in some extent not completely okay what i think like the great rishis maharishis or even lord rama uh, took birth as a normal human being and okay. they, were, they were born with same senses that we are born with but okay. actually they they pushed their boundaries they pushed their limitations of their senses and they could mm-hmm. see the invisible so that limitation is not in our senses limitation is our is how we use them that's okay. what is important so what i think we are born with unlimited amount of uh, you know uh, amount of possibilities it's up to you with those senses can we see the invisible can we see something that we cannot we are not able to see right now so limitation is not with the senses limitation is how we use them so like people who like vedas and whatever this given okay they were somehow i mean related to man just like i said even lord ram was a human being and he could okay. see the invisible he could see the past future and everything but to be honest he was a human being so i think we all are capable of increasing our limitations our senses we can be okay. on them so just okay. by saying that we cannot see the truth with those limitations i think is not the right sentence okay let us uh, very uh, nicely understand this objectively okay let us understand this rationally so it's a very good point uh, you have uh, brought out several points uh, especially when you came about uh, let us come to the senses first and then uh, if we have time because uh, i already have crossed to 1 hour 45 minutes and uh, i think by 2 hours this discussion will get over 
so i will just take this particular point of uh, senses right now uh, and uh, lord rama and other things we will definitely discuss in our future uh, discussion and i will uh, dive deeper into that particular topic so when discussing about our senses objectively speaking can you see infrared rays or ultraviolet rays objectively speaking i'm asking you a question not right now no through your I... senses through your senses human eye we cannot actually see we cannot actually experience infrared nor ultraviolet yeah can you tell me one thing through our ears can you hear ultrasonic right now with just bare ears can you hear ultrasonic i can't that means our eyes and our ears are limited objectively speaking i'm rationally i'm speaking okay yeah so in that sense when i said earlier that our senses are limited that means we are missing out on a big spectrum or a new complete dimension of knowledge which is available in that sphere of ultrasonic and infrared and ultraviolet that means but, i have no access to that knowledge yeah, right yeah, but, now. Sir, but sir we created them the ultrasonic machine or so why don't you think that those machines are just our extension we are just those are just our extension and maybe okay. in future after thousands of years or maybe 200 years good we'll be able to concise the size of that machine and we'll be able to use it like it is invisible we never okay. know what happens in the future so it no, we why we are surviving as a human being why we are the best creation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we have the ability to extend our limitation we have the ability to extend ourselves also and we can extend our senses we could not see the we could not hear the ultrasound so we created the machine so okay. it is our extension have okay. you heard about cyborg 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 is what it is extension of our senses so i think in that way i don't i see i i cannot see that directly but if i work hard if i dive into science i found okay. something and i find something i create something that is my mm-hmm. extension now i can solve the problem i cannot see the stars but i created hubble and hubble can see stars so that's my okay. extension okay so i see now- that Okay good so first thing is it's a very nice point it's a valid point don't we see that our own uh, uh, all these equipments that we are developing is that an extension of our own senses that's a very good scientific point but on the very first point that we thought do you at least agree to the point that our own bare senses are limited yes yes completely okay, so our our own bare senses are limited now when we create Uh, equipment based on our own senses which are already limited the equipments also for example you gave an example of uh, hubble uh, telescope even hubble telescope is also has some limitation now yeah now you, that, may, that. you may say that no no we are improvising and we are continuously improvising all right but although no matter how much you improvise the universe is so huge is so huge and unlimited we cannot directly perceive that through our own through our own senses nor by the extensions of our these senses it is impossible because it is completely just like i gave you an example of ant ant is there in this room cannot really understand what is happening in italy because 
to the okay. true spirit i mean to the i mean if you become highly spiritual we are no different from god in that sense we can extend to the limited we can extend to infinity if we think we are part of god what about uh-huh. that okay so it's a very good and valid point it's a scientific point but uh, since you have raised this point and uh, this coming sunday uh, we are going to discuss uh, on and the topic sir, of i have i am a very tiny student of yours i think as a student i would like to tell you one thing which i think uh, is uh, i mean i just want to say or it's a gift from me what i heard and learned that uh, even this entire endless universe mm-hmm. started when big bang happened and okay. it came out of a thing which was as small as a you know as a head of a needle a pin of <laughs> okay so exactly what head from a head of a needle yeah so this sunday there, it has gone to there yeah ashish since the time is limited this sunday i am exactly going to dive uh, into this topic of big bang theory and uh, i want to uh, discuss this big bang theory this sunday uh, evening and you have to be there and listen to that talk because uh, that's going to be very interesting and uh, all of our listeners will also enjoy that talk because we have raised the topic of god and we have what this topic of big bang theory and i really want to discuss scientifically uh, about this big bang theory and uh, with rational okay and uh, you have a lot of uh, inquisitiveness i see that and uh, i'm happy to have such audience intellectual audience and uh, yes i want to discuss little more but since uh, i cannot do justice to your questions uh, completely right now because of the limited time that we have uh, um, ashish i really want i'm really sorry but i want you to be back again for the next session and no, we can continue. whatever you say it's uh, i mean whatever you uh, taught us there was like pressure to us and we appreciate your efforts you are taking out your time and i can definitely say you don't need to come out on this podcast and share your knowledge but you do it for us we are privileged and honored to have you on this podcast uh thank you so much i really appreciate uh, all that love i'm getting from all my audience uh, i really appreciate and uh, thank you so much ashish but i will definitely answer i'll try to answer most of your questions in the next upcoming uh, discussions that we are going to have yes yeah, so okay. thank you so much have a nice uh, time and good night ashish i will uh, take a few other calls maybe one last call before i end the uh, okay. discussion thank you Thank you so much. So uh, there is Harry who is trying to call. I'll just take one call. So yes, we had a very interesting discussion today, and those who missed the discussion, I would like to, I suggest Hello. all of you please go and uh, uh, listen to this talk. Uh, welcome, Harry. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. and uh, we really have uh, very little time for this yes, discussion sir, uh, sir, uh, firstly i would like to know about you then i would ask my question i have like very small questions to just to you firstly but i would like to know about you first yes i am uh, rasagna das and i am from bangalore and okay. uh, my passion is to share this wonderful knowledge with all of you 
okay so from uh, what like what do you read about like something like uh, if, if you tell me about your academic things like uh, uh, see, about something i am uh, by by education i am an engineer i am an instrumentation engineer and uh, i have worked for lg electronics very briefly but then since almost a decade i have been a completely a, a missionary uh, i'm a, uh, i dedicated my life to the study of uh, the science of bhagavad gita and the vedas and that is how i'm trying to okay. share this knowledge yes, with all yes, of you yes. okay so uh, i got your point so here i want to know about the vedas okay because uh, i'm the person okay who's uh, in very young, young age okay who's like a traveler okay and okay. i want to go, i want to go into the vedas okay i hmm. have like a contacted from the rishikesh somewhere okay i want to go in vedas okay i want to you know, so like how can vedas can help me like what is a vedas about would you like to tell me something brief in a vedas okay so the vedas are i want to know about the vedas yeah. yeah yeah the vedas are actually the word of god vedas mean basically the veda means knowledge veda the okay. word itself means knowledge but that knowledge okay. which is coming from god and this knowledge okay. i call it as perfect because it is coming from a perfect person and that perfect person is god so yeah vedas have you ask a question and there is an answer in the vedas it is just that we have to explore vedas encompass everything and it is all inclusive irrespective of which faith we belong whether we are christians or muslims or whatever but it's a science wow wow universal knowledge wow, wow. it doesn't matter who i what faith i really belong to because ultimately when we talk about gravitational law it's a universal law and it applies to everyone irrespective of what faith we belong whether i am a muslim or or i am a christian yes. or i am a hindu the law of gravitation to work on what controls you know why in vedas there is not rituals like you know to doing a work save and to doing you know kind of uh, like a fasting and all this why in vedas there is not rituals see when we understand the spirit behind rituals rituals are necessary and in fact okay. we all practice certain rituals even in the modern science we have some rituals like shaking hands when we meet and greet people we shake hands that is also a ritual so there are a lot of rituals but when we understand the spirit behind the ritual that becomes and that is what we are trying to understand vedas gives us the metaphysical understanding of all the activities that we do so we have a science but when we have science it is very dry but when we have a metaphysical understanding to the science that we have we know then it becomes spiritual we can actually convert that beautiful science and rituals and everything else our activities okay. into a spiritual activity when we understand the spirit okay. behind it okay okay so uh, actually uh, right right now i have very, very less time i wanted to say you something about from the vedas about my experience but okay. uh, I, uh, yeah as i have very very so would you like, will you take a podcast tomorrow yes actually uh, i am trying my best to be online every evening at 7 pm ist and okay. uh, we are coming with uh, beautiful topics every evening so tomorrow also we have a wonderful session called the principles of freedom and all my audience uh, this is to invite all of have we have a nice, yeah we have a nice discussion tomorrow called the principles of freedom have you ever uh, like uh, like a, did a session on vedas so uh, you know if you did I, i can hear your recording or something Have you ever done uh, something like that? I'd like to since you have asked I will definitely come up with a exclusive discussion on the Vedas and uh, yes. but you subscribe to the channel because that way you will be notified about it yes, so yes, be in okay. touch and subscribe to the secret of success show and we can discuss more about Vedas and uh, we can dive deeper into this
yes yes okay okay so i'm actually about to do a study on this uh, like a full study on this that's why Okay. Definitely, definitely, no doubt. Definitely, we can do that. Definitely, we'll study about it. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. Good night, and you can subscribe to the channel. Yeah.